Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack. L.C. and Jack radio show with your man L.C. holding it down. Give us a shout here in the studio. You can reach us at area code 347-843-4738. Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio. Well, we welcome you to another edition of the show. Yes. What a great, great, great time. Uh, holiday weekend and also the kickoff to the summer season that's what they say yes the kickoff to the summer season as we celebrate memorial day on monday it's just uh i tell you uh after having a winter that we had <laughs> i'm so so happy that uh the great weather is here we expect to hit 80 this weekend here in new york city so uh, wherever you're at, I'm sure the weather will be conducive to the summer season, which is a, right on the horizon. So uh, sit back, relax, um, as we bring you continued great radio here on the LC and Jack radio show. Uh, well, I tell you, um, a lot of good things happening out there. Uh, again, this focus today will be... Um, as we salute our veterans, which are um, here protecting us as we can live here in America free and also help those countries which are struggling for their uh, right to vote, their right of freedom. So a lot of things happen in the world and also taking time, of course, to Remember all those fallen soldiers which have given their time so we can do what we like to do. Now, so many people, unfortunately, have lost their lives, but this is a time that we can take to remember them and that their lives have not gone in, in vain. So, you know, sit back, relax. It's a great show coming down the pike here. We're going to take a a quick pause for the cause, and we're going to be right back. Hi, this is Gloria Gaynor, and you're listening to the Elsie and Jack radio show. This is Jim Brown. 
I'm on the LC and Jack show. This is Jim Brown. I'm on the LC and Jack show. Hi, this is Melba Moore, and you're listening to the LC and Jack show. Hi, this is Melba Moore, and you're listening to the LC and Jack show. All righty, we're back here on the show. Sorry for a little technical difficulties here, but we're going to get back rolling here on the show. All righty. So as we come, uh, as I mentioned, uh, great, great weekend here. Uh, We have, um, that's going to be going on. I'm going to participate as I normally do. For all the veterans in the show, give them an opportunity um, to call in and um, and talk about a little bit uh, about their experiences being in the uh, U.S. military and uh, if they like to um, really give a shout out to those individuals, unfortunately, that are not here um, anymore, but they like to take a second to recognize those individuals. Uh, we also do have... And he's graciously waiting on the show. Um, legislator Dwayne Gregory. So we're going to get to him in a quick second. He has a made a big announcement, and um, so we're, we're so happy that uh, we're going to have him on the show. So why don't we get right back? To, why don't we get to it as we speak now? So uh, County Legislator Dwayne Gregory. Has uh, been on the show before. He's doing a lot of great things in and around the community. So uh, why don't we uh, hear from him directly? He is uh, the also the presiding officer of the Suffolk County Legislature, and he's the first African American to hold down that position. So without further ado, why don't we uh, welcome to the show the Honorable Legislator Dwayne Gregory? Hello, Dwayne. How are you? Good. How you doing, LC? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for coming back on the show. I mean, it's been a while since we had you on the show. I think that was the first year of existence of the LC and Jack radio show. Yep. So we're so happy and uh, pleased that you're able to uh, kind of, you know, break away from your busy schedule to, uh, you know, talk about some of the things that's going on in your world and, you know, how it's going to affect myself here as a resident in Suffolk County, New York, as well as... Um, you know, other people that will, uh, I think, uh, recognize who you are on a national basis. But um, mm-hmm. let's um, let's just first say that um, you're running for Congress. You know, this is fairly new. I had the opportunity to see it and get an email from from your mm-hmm. organization. Um, what what made you decide to go run now for Congress? Well, you know. There, you know, in, in pivotal points in my life, I, I felt that there's been a call to service. You know, um, you know, I have a long history in the military in my family, and you know, when I enlisted, you know, I, I felt that that desire, and I enlisted as a specialist after uh, attending college, and then I went on to pursue to, be, uh, to become an officer, and I went to officer candidate school and got my got commissioned as a second lieutenant of field artillery. Then later on in life, um, you know, 
wanted to continue my my service to the public. You know, I decided and felt the call to uh, service to uh, represent the residents and constituents of the 15th Legislative District. And I think that's paramount to what we see now in Washington. You know, the dysfunction, the, you know, just, you know, total partisan gridlock where, you know, things are just not getting done. And if, you know, if we expect things to change, then we have to send different people uh, to Congress. So, so that's why I put my name forward. It's, it's um, you know, Peter King has been there for for almost a generation now, and it's hard to it's hard to claim that you know Congress is progressively getting worse, and you've been there almost a generation, but you're not a part of the problem. You're a part of the solution. So mm-hmm. we want to you know put people there that are going to be a part of the solution and get Congress working for the American people. Well, it's great. I mean, it's uh, it may be perfect timing for you. Um, you have uh, Peter King, who, uh, as you mentioned, is your your competition here. He's been around a long time. How difficult do you think that's going to be? And he's, you know, from from all that I've read, he's 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 got pretty large coffers, and uh, that's a big mm-hmm. part of trying to win this thing. What, what's your thoughts on that? Right. Well, you know, the district has changed for him. It was um, it used to be a seventy percent. Um, district in, in, in Nassau and now 70% of it's in Suffolk mm-hmm. uh, he hasn't really tried to ingratiate himself at all in the Suffolk portion of the district mm-hmm. um, you know and, and because of the makeup of the district you know his his uh, his record is certainly out of touch I mean he's, he's uh, you know he's voted to you know privatize Medicare he's voted to privatize Social Security Meanwhile, giving tax cuts to to uh, to millionaires and billionaires, and raising taxes on seniors and you know working families, and that's certainly out of touch with with this middle class district. And you know, and that's why it's important that you know we uh, we put someone forward who has has the record like I do to to work in a bipartisan way. And it's not, a, and this is not really about Democrat or Republican. It's about who can go to Congress. And, and uh, break the gridlock and work in a you know in a, in a you know nonpartisan fashion to get things done for the people in the in the second congressional district. That's good. I, I'm glad that uh, you know what happens. I think a lot of times you see, and this goes in really from a lot of not just um, the political aspect or you know if you're running for Congress. I think a lot of positions people get comfortable and they're not hungry anymore. And right. I think, you know, I, you know, and and that as an elected official, which he's been a long time, and mm-hmm. you know, I, like you said, he he had his following, so to speak, and really didn't change. So he was he was on automatic when it came to, you know, running for reelection. So now you have new, you know, new voters with that are not seeing the needs, and. um it's probably, like you said, a, a good time, and I think in the when you and you know better than I do, when you're out there trying to uh, make a mark in a new area, you have to be out in in the in the gra- grassroots, so to speak, mm-hmm. to um, you know let these people know what you're going to do for them. I mean, you've had a certain area for a long time; those people obviously are comfortable with what you've done, but. 
we haven't seen the results or haven't seen you uh, physically. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's one of the things myself, being in the area, I haven't really seen Peter a lot. You know, no, I, you I don't. Elected officials, you have to be able to identify with all the with, with the people that elected you. Right, right. Yeah, I, I think you, you know, uh, you're more inclined to see him, you know, on some, uh, you know, Fox News or something, and then you know, in Deer Park or 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 you know, Islip, um, you know, and, and that's and that's a problem. You know, he has made a concerted effort to build his national profile uh, but at the sacrifice of not really establishing establishing his roots and in, in, particularly in Suffolk County like I said people haven't seen him he's not around you know his his votes and his record are not in line with the values of the district you know I'm someone who's out in the community uh, constantly and consistently and and I'm accessible and I've always been working for the people of the of the community and it's you know and we'll get our record out there for those who haven't had the opportunity to meet me yet but uh, I'm certainly around and uh, you know while you know Peter King is you know shown an interest in running for president and for Senate he certainly hasn't shown the same commitment in energy and representing the people in his uh congressional district and um so so we have a real good opportunity and we'll have the resources to to make this race competitive and uh you know it being a presidential year you know with hillary clinton uh you know likely to be the front runner coming from new york there's going to be a extra uh i think emphasis and motivation from new york voters to get out um you know as they look at you know, Rand Paul's and Rubio's and Ted Cruz's on the other side, I think there'll be a lot of motivated New Yorkers that want to come out during this next election. So, so we're, we're, we're going to be in a good position. Oh, great. Well, I'm, I'm happy as a person myself, uh, I've seen you do the work and, you know, um, I just, you know, just pleased to see you continue to get accolades for hard work pays off. And I'm, you know, very pleased to see that your hard work is paying off. And it's uh, it's a beautiful thing to see an elected official really doing his thing, rolling up his sleeves. You are in the community. I see you personally. And like I said, uh, when I see those type of people out there, I, I try to do what I can to support them. So uh, you've already supported me and different things that I'm out doing. So, um, you know, it's it's much, much appreciated. And. Um, for for all those listeners and voters out there, they want to help you out, Dwayne. How how can they um, reach out and make a donation to help you uh, to win that uh, well, congressional seat? Well, that's great. I, I appreciate and and, and uh, appreciate your support and welcome others. Um, people can uh, reach out to to my website at www.dwaynegregory.com. That's D U W. A Y N E G R E G O R Y dot com. And um, so you'll be doing that. When is you've obviously officially kicked off that you're running? Is there uh, any any? Uh, well, since we have the kickoff this weekend, Memorial Day weekend, uh, can you share with the, some of the listeners where you'll be at? Do you have any ideas where you're going to be at? I know you'll be everywhere. But, yeah, you know, are yeah. Any specific places that you can be at that they may be want to reach out to you and and uh, you know shake your hand or say a couple of words. Sure. Well, well, Monday is uh, the town of Babylon's um, you know Memorial Day um, 
uh, bonanza, as I like to call it. You know, we we have uh, I think it's about eight parades. So, so the uh, you know myself, the town supervisor, probably the deputy town supervisor, some of the council people, and, and some of the other elected officials. We generally uh, meet at town hall and we we travel together to hit all the parades. I think there's a total of eight parades on Monday. Um, so we'll be starting that at, at 8 a.m. to probably 12 o'clock on Monday, going from Lindenhurst to Amityville and Wyness and Copeg and all throughout the district, uh, excuse me, all throughout the town. So you'll, you'll see me around Monday, as I always do. I've, every year I, I attend these parades and uh, to show my respect to, to our veterans. I'm a veteran myself, as I stated. Yes, you are. And, um, and I'm, you know, and I'm always grateful and proud to uh, to recognize those who have sacrificed and committed themselves to serving our country. And uh, that's something that uh, we have to hold near and dear to our hearts. No doubt about that. It's uh, my partner in crime, uh, the bread man. He's joined the show. He's also a veteran as well. So I, I can't, right. you know, I can't uh, thank them enough. Like I said, being out myself, I'll be out Monday as normally uh, supporting you know the veterans out there like yourself and um mm-hmm. and they, and you know what they they're out there still for those active uh people in the military the men and women um you know my, my hats off to them uh yeah. what yeah, they do so we can right. so we can live the way we can live free you know it's can't take it for granted now i tell you with everything that goes on in the world absolutely i mean we're you know, we're we have soldiers that are deployed all around the world. Uh, you know, with the you know with the deployments and the you know the the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, we're sending you know soldiers over there, and they're coming back. You know, changed. You know, affected by the effects of war, and um, you know we've uh, you know been doing our best to address those needs at the county level. We we started a um, we were one of the first actually to, to implement a pilot program called the Joseph Dwyer um, program. It's it's a peer program that uh, helps those with PTSD, and it's really expanded. It's really been helpful. You know, there are a lot of people that are coming back, as I said, that are changed mentally and um, they're not sure how to handle their issues. And this is a program where. Everything is confidential, and it's soldier to soldier, and they're dealing with their issues in a way that that uh, they feel that it's confidential, and and um, you know, and that they feel comfortable, and and we're seeing some real effects, and that's important that we provide those types of services to those who sacrifice so much for us in our country. One thing, Dwayne, I was before you, we let you go, I was curious, and 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 I don't know if you have a response or not. Uh, actually, just came across. I guess this happened uh, last day or so. A young lady um, from Lindenhurst, uh, an African-American, her name is uh, Darcel Copes. She uh, just recently purchased a home, from my understanding, in mm-hmm. the town of Lindenhurst and uh, received some uh, racial racial uh, letter in her mail about... Um, mm-hmm. You know, hey, you're not supposed to be here. Lindenhurst is, you know, 88% not you, and you're mm-hmm. not you're not supposed to be here. What can you talk a little bit about? Unfortunately, some of the things that I mean, you would think that you know, this is 2015. We wouldn't have mm-hmm. to really deal with that. 
But, I, you know, how, do you come across a lot of that? I mean, you, you've broken the, the barriers here in Suffolk County, being the presiding officer, um, the first African-American to hold that post. And um, how, how, you know, what can people do to, to try to break those barriers that are still kind of up? Is there... Yeah, there's certainly, you know, I, I spoke to um, uh, Darcel, uh, you know, and obviously this is a a horrific, um, you know, thing to go through. You know, you, you move into a community, you want to establish roots for your family, and that's absolutely what she wanted to do, and, and you hope that you're welcomed and, and by your neighbors and community. And when you get something like this, it, you know, it's really... Um, shines the light on how ugly um you know um human instincts can get and it's you know it's sad and it's sad in a lot of ways in that you know as you mentioned in 2015 we're still dealing with you know uh these racial issues um you know Suffolk County is by statistics um there are several surveys that have reported this you know one of the most segregated communities in the country and, no doubt um, about it. I believe that. And, uh, in a resident right. here, I can tell you mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, and 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 you know, and and it's you know, we have to get beyond that. You know, what I like to do is you know try to bring people together because if you look at the numbers, if you if you look at the census numbers, by 2035, certainly by 2040, people of color will be the majority in this country. Yeah, majority. Yes, sir. And. Um, but unfortunately, the majority of people of color come from communities that are predominantly communities of color because of segregation. And the schools in those communities are not performing like schools outside those communities. So in, in a few, sh- you know, in 15 years or so, we could have the majority of our country being educated, quote unquote, undereducated, I should say, um, and that, to me, is a national crisis that everyone should be concerned about, not just those in the in, in communities of color, but everyone should be concerned about that. 50% or more of our population can would uh, not have the education that's suitable for them to be productive members of society. So we need to bring black and white and brown and, and Asian together um, to really get past this because the, the color of our community is going to change regardless. You know, it, it's going to happen. There's no stopping it. Right now, I believe those under age five, that age cohort, they are the majority of their of their peers. Wow. So, so it's already happening, and um, so you know, we have to have those conversations and prepare for it. Prepare now, because 15 years from now, those those high school students are going to be 30 year olds. And uh, Mm -hmm. what are they going to be doing? Are they going to be in the criminal justice system? Are they going to be working at a job, you know, paying taxes, you know, know, having a house and paying property taxes and and being productive members of society? You know, we need that. We need need everyone to be uh, pitching in and helping the community be uh, as prosperous as much as it can be. And and when you have incidents like this, that holds the conversation back. It, It brings up those walls of divisiveness. And we should be working to break down those barriers. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So it's it's amazing when you bring up those numbers, statistics, and being Suffolk County being so you know so um, you know living here, knowing you know it's it, it's not we're not when you're segregated, 
you know, you have these type of issues, I think, that happen more often than if people are not segregated. You know, you, right. I, I think a lot of times when you get these things that happen, it's we don't understand how a certain race of people, how a certain type of people, how they how they live. But when mm-hmm. you get a chance to deal with them on a daily basis, kind of like in New York City, you have to deal with everybody, whether you like them or not. But you right. can understand how how certain people are, how they react to things when you work and live around these individuals. And and uh, so hopefully, as you said, we can get you know at least in Long Island and Suffolk specifically, right. we can get diversified here so everybody can understand. And be able to work closer together because shit, with all these issues we got to deal with, it just makes it kind of hard to deal with something that we thought we kind of moved past from years ago, you know. But right. of course, it's something that uh, we got we have to deal with. So, right. And, so, yeah, and as you said, it, a lot of it is just exposure. You know, just giving people exposure and you know, it's fear. You know, when mm-hmm. you're not. Uh, comfortable if you will or have exposure mm-hmm. to people to that are different than you and you know and I, and, I, and it's shown that you know the more exposure you get to the things that are different the more comfortable you get with it and and those fears and prejudices and and stereotypes um those false stereotypes are proven wrong so so it's about you know creating an environment where people get more exposure to each other and they and there's you know for both sides there's more understanding not all uh, whites are prejudiced, and not all blacks are, you know, criminals, and all the other stereotypes that that mm-hmm. that those who seek to portray those types of things put out there. You know, everyone wants their children to live in a in a safe community, get a good education, you know, and be able to come home and and, and enjoy and relax the the comforts of their home. Everyone wants that. That's not a black or white issue. Everyone wants that. No, definitely. And do you have time for one more? One more. I know you have sure. to run, but do you have time for one more question? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because I know you have to run. Your your assistant was all over me. She said he's got a tight schedule today. But <laughs> <laughs> we. I know you being part of the county legislator, uh, Slater, that um, you recently, I believe, have signed off on a small test pilot of body camps for the Suffolk. Uh, police department? No, 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 no. We haven't done that. No, no. Oh, you haven't. Okay, that's no. that's my fault. Maybe. Oh, you know what? I'm confusing Nassau, uh, Suffolk with Nassau. Right. Yeah. There, I there was you. a discussion. Um, we actually had a discussion with uh, some of the members of the or our public safety committee in the legislature and the PBA. Um, you know, body cameras are, are obviously something that that's in the national discussion, um, particularly with some of the stuff that's going on uh, nationally, you know, for us, it's, you know, it, it obviously it provides transparency, right? It gives people a certain level of comfort that, you know, if there's a, if there's a wayward officer who's doing something um, that's not in procedure or illegally, in fact, um, you know, that will be recorded and documented and can be used in some type of investigation or criminal procedure. Um, they're expensive, um so you know in a budget where we have 176 million dollar budget deficit you know we have to make choices is mm-hmm. you know we had estimated it would be 10 million dollars to implement wow. this program so you know Where's for me that's right right well one where is it coming from but two 
you know, what's the community's priority? Is it would you want to spend invest ten million dollars to have body cameras so that we see your interactions with police officers or monitored? Not that that's not important, but is that as important as using that same ten million dollars and hiring, you know, maybe a hundred officers to help reduce crime in the community? You know. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, what's, where's the balance and where's the, you know, the priority? Um, I'm okay with either one, but I right. think people would, you know, if you if you buy body cameras, you, you're not reducing crime at all. Right. Um, you may be identifying certain incidents, uh, but you're not, you know, you're not limiting the shootings, you're not limiting the burglaries and all those types of things. So, you know, it's just a matter of where you want to put those priorities. And um, Good point. Good, good point well taken. Yeah. I didn't even, you know, uh, realize the deficit. I knew it was a deficit here in the county, but, wow, yeah. $176 million is a big number to kind of crunch yeah, down. We, add that we, to that. That's, uh, that's, yeah, we uh, worked our way. Thing. It was. It was five hundred over five hundred million a few years ago. Now it's down one hundred seventy six. You know, we've done a lot of things to, to to address it, but you know, we're we're headed in the right direction. Um, but we're certainly not out of the woods yet. And uh, but you know, we'll feel confident that as the economy still continues to turn around, that uh, you know, our our uh, fiscal picture will will improve. You know, the majority of our our revenue comes from sales tax. Right. And, um, we have a two point seven billion dollar budget and one point six billion comes from sales tax. Mm. So, you know, so the downturn has dramatically yeah. affected our, our budget. You know, we, we I'd say only, but we, we, we only get fifty million, actually forty nine point four million from property taxes. So so sales tax by far is our number one revenue source and uh so that's you know, but things are moving in the right direction, and we're we're confident that uh, you know we're doing the things necessary as the record reflects that uh, we're, we're uh, you know making things better and and uh, you know preparing for for all the decisions that we the tough decisions that we have to make for the you know for our constituents. No doubt about it, and uh, you know we, we're comfortable here with you behind the wheel. Part of that, those decisions we we made correctly and. You know, uh, Dwayne, for all those that just joined, uh, we have uh, the Honorable Legislator Dwayne Gregory, who so graciously gave us a few minutes this morning to talk about his run for Congress. Uh, so definitely he can't accomplish that without your help. So, uh, Dwayne, can you give um, uh, for all those who want to either uh, reach out to you to make a donation or find out a little bit more about you if they're not familiar of who you are, can you give that information out to the listeners? Sure, they can reach. Go to my website at www.duanegregory.com. It's D-U-W-A-Y-N-E-G-R-E-G-O-R-Y.com. Thank you, Larry. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been great. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's been it's been great. I'll see you out in the in the mix as normal. All right. And uh, you know, let us know what's going on, and uh, as you get a little further into the campaign. We have you back on. You can let us know uh, the latest and greatest was happening uh, against your competition and and some of the issues that's come up and that you'd like to address uh, publicly. So uh, keep the line open as you normally do, and uh, we'll be here to give you uh, any support that we can. All right, great. Thank you, LC, and thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure.
Likewise. Enjoy your holiday weekend. We'll talk to you real soon. You too. Thank you. Have a good one. Well, great to have another great guest, a man who's actually making it happen there, Brett. He's doing yes, his sir. thing in the community. And, uh, you know, I can get behind a man who's a man of his word, and he's there. He does it. I witness it. Part of many different uh, organizations in which he stepped in and gave a helping hand for those organizations that are helping the community. So this is a man we definitely need to support, I tell you that. He's, yes, his sir. words are strong, and he, he'll make it happen. But we he can't do it without our support. So please reach out to uh, Dwayne's office. If you can make a, a donation, that would be great. I'm going to do it myself. You know, speak uh, action, speak louder. So uh, I'd definitely be making a donation, and I think it's as little as five dollars. So, and when you're running for office, you you see you see, and and Obama uh, campaign was was big when he ran. You have to have money. You have to have money to put yourself in a position to win. So. I'm sure he's aligned himself with those that have those deep pockets to to help him out. So, but uh, it starts with the community. So um, definitely make it happen. The Brett Man, you are in Chi Town. What's happening out there? Man, I forgot about the time change. We in Central Central Dairy. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that you were out for the count. You know, I had a long night last night. I wasn't out for the count, but I wasn't out for the count. But what, what happened was, what happened was, I stayed out to, I stayed out to 4:30 Central Time, which is 5:30 New York time. Oh. So, so when I closed the curtain on my awesome room at the low Chicago O'Hara Hotel, man, I tell you, this place is beautiful. And I'm sitting up there with the drapes closed, got CNN on, watching my repeat of Chicago. Just whooping up on the ATL Hawks, <laughs> and uh, I'm looking around like something don't feel right because I'm still thinking it's five thirty in the morning. Four or five hours later, man, it's bright and sunny out. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta call in to the show. Let LC know what's going on, baby. But uh, I apologize for me missing Dwayne. But I, look, he educated me. I was just listening in, and um. He's definitely somebody I would vote for just by listening to him speak, you know, because I don't know anybody else. I came in on the issue he was talking with Peter King, and I already knew. I just heard Peter, and I knew what he was talking about. <laughs> He's I'm a serious. trip, boy. He's a oh, trip. Oh, man, let me tell you. He, oh, man. Well, anyway, <laughs> I, came in on, I came in on that spot when you when you chimed me in, and I just was sitting back listening, and just listening to him talk made me want to vote to him. For him, not even knowing what he's done in the past or anything, because I know when somebody comes on the LC and Jack radio show, it's got to be somebody worthwhile. You know what I'm saying? So, just on that merit, Mr. Dwayne Gregory got my vote. You know what I'm saying? And my yeah, my no contributions doubt. also. You know? Yep, yep. No I'm not doubt to anybody in in that room. So just him coming on the show is no, is enough exposure. I don't need to see anybody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I really That's don't. Good. Yeah, it's. Uh, I tell you, Brad. It's he. Uh, I tell you, if he wins, man, that would be a big, big plus for. I can tell. Oh, us out here on the island, 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, Peter King's just been on cruise control. So it's yeah. time. Yeah. It's really time for change. Because, and, yeah, that's, well, that's the uh, world we live in. That's the, that's the reason. You know, we have to change the world that we live in. And once we do that, then we'll be prosperous in a lot of things that we're trying to accomplish. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? No doubt about you know? it. So uh, he, he... Go ahead, Brad. No, no, I'm just saying, we, we have to change the world that we live in. You know, because we shake our head at certain things, you know, just like the uh, woman you was talking about that, that got the hate mail and stuff like that. We can do that with change. You know what I'm saying? We do that with change. Because everybody... Yeah. Should be able to live uh, without having to be subjected to that. Oh, it's crazy, you know. But yeah, that's uh, you know, on London Hearst, it's been over the years typically a mostly uh, a white area, Mm -hmm. and and, you know, I give her credit for you know reaching out to the media to make Mm -hmm. people aware what's going on. I I, I saw it this morning. And I yeah, said, well, the legislator is going to be on. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. And he already told you. He had already reached out to us. So yeah. he's on the case. And, you know, awareness kind of puts this thing to, to bed. You yeah. know, when I, nobody in any community, even mm-hmm. if they're race, racist, don't mm-hmm. want to get the media in the area saying that they are racist, even though they know they are. They don't mm-hmm. want that. they rather no. lay dormant. You know, it's mm-hmm. like they don't wear those white hoodies anymore, but they have them in the closet. They don't want yeah. to be wrecked. They don't want the spotlight on them. Say, yo, he's got a white hoodie. Yeah. He's got the whole joint. So they they, they mm-hmm. want to lie. They want to lie, you know, undercover. But when that spotlight yeah. come out on them, they don't want that. No, 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 no. We welcome everybody. So, you know, the <laughs> media did their job in exposing you know, someone or people or whoever group that tried to run this lady out of a house that she mm-hmm. bought. Yeah. You know, so, you know, big up to that sister for staying strong and and basically saying, hey, she gives throw love at those people that don't hate at. And that's the way to do it. Throw love at them. And you know what? All that hate just gets gobbled up. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about. So, but um, yeah, it's a special. As I was saying, Brad, uh, I know you were in the midst of of of, of joining the show, but uh, it's a great weekend. Yeah, it's a kickoff, unofficial or official kickoff to summer. So here in Long Island, there's a lot of different air shows going on. Just a lot of uh, tributes on Monday. To all those fallen soldiers And really all of those Active and You know soldiers that have Already given their their service To this country yeah. You know it's, it's a day to kind of Recognize obviously the fallen but Also just the people that's Out there now you know the, the Soldiers out there now that's You know making this world Safe for us And, and, and for our and, you know, to people in Iraq and all those countries that are allies trying to get their freedom. So they put their life on the line every day. So we definitely wanted to take some time on the show to to, to, wreck, to tell these 
you know, recognize individuals that that have done this and that continue to do it. Special weekend, I tell you, man. It's for me. It's great for me to see the veterans. I mean, I know no veterans, uh, but you know, I recently, you know, a couple veterans that I know was close to passed away, and you know, they they did their thing to dedicate, you know, their time and effort for this country. So it's um, and then all those that are in the many, many wars that just died. It, it, it's a time to. You know, to continue to reach out to their families because, you know, when a loved one passes away, it's not something that you, you ever forget. Mm-hmm. So, so we keep all of those individuals in our in our hearts, prayers, and their families too that they're able to maintain, which is so so difficult. It's easy for me to say on the show, but it's very difficult to. To um, you know, express that. So, and you hear about it. Unfortunately, I think in over it was in Iraq or Afghanistan. There was an accident. Soldiers they had um, helicopter. One of the I think it's the Apache helicopter. One of them and just malfunctioned. No soldiers lost their life. So. Just a tough time, boy, I tell you. It's a tough time. Whenever there's unrest in the, in the world, unfortunately, there's, there's, there's soldiers losing their life. So so if you definitely want to give us a call and recognize either someone who is active or all those that have that given their life, give us a shout. Area code 347-843-4738. Elsie and Jack Radio Show. So, what, what's what's the word out there in Chi Town? How's the weather out there, Brett? It's uh, it's like New York. It's sunny, a little bit overcast uh, when I got here yesterday, but uh, today is beautiful. Uh, it's in the uh, 50s, and it's looking good. Uh, I was out networking last night. Got people excited about Hawaii. And that uh, you did. Yeah. Oh man, so it was like a different. Uh, uh, different breed of people the, the, the way of thinking I went to a karaoke a couple places downtown it was bar hopping I went to a hookah club man I don't do no hookah club but I was up at a hookah club a hookah I, I just did a hookah you know those those things that you smoke the hookah oh yeah yeah I went to all hookah club man never in my life that's all they do is hookah in there wow they have big old bagpipes and they got the the charcoal and he just they just going to town, man. <laughs> wow! I can't remember the name of the club. I'll, I'll remember it next week. I'll, I'll, I'll write down everything I did for this week for next week. But I tell you, man, that's a good business to get in because the person I was with talking about they gonna open up one. You know, I mean right. it's unbelievable. I mean the smoke didn't really bother me because it was like a a real faint smoke. You can see it. The place is just smoked out, but it's just like. It doesn't make you choke or whatever, and you know it's almost like a sports bar. You watch, you watch the uh, games, and you watch CNN and whatever the infomercials that's going on. And 
bunch of guys, you know, got together and they went up a hookah lounge and they got it's very popular, big in Chicago, man, big. A couple of brothers own a couple of them. Mm-hmm. The one I went to was kind of free and uh, just sitting around and they're playing cards and it seemed like they was having a good time, man. I mean, I, that was my first because I've gone to clubs that had little hookahs set up in a club, but not just a all-out hookah club, man. That was, wow. that was pretty, pretty intense. <laughs> I'm sitting up there chilling, talking. You know, I'm not choking from all the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought it would choke me out, like, get me out of here, you know what I'm saying? But I was good because it wasn't irritable, you know what I'm saying? It didn't irritate my right. eyes. It didn't irritate my throat. And um, I got a little uh, rundown on it that, it, you know, it no alcohol is not addictive and all that stuff. No, no, I mean, no tobacco. It doesn't have any tobacco. It's not addictive. So it's just something that relaxes you, they say. So, check it out, man. Might have to open yeah, up well, I, I, yeah, well, I've been, I've been to oh, one actually a couple. It wasn't yeah, the whole club. They just had a couple set up. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's but building it's, like crazy. They're all over the place. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's on the stock exchange. <laughs> that's for sure, boy. I tell it's, you, it's it's definitely a thing that's 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 catching. That's going wildfire. I tell mm-hmm. you. But. Yeah, Shy Town. You didn't run into Oprah, did you? You know, we could use them nah, all. Nah, I, 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 hey, I got two more days out here. I got today, all day today and Sunday, and I leave Monday, so I, I got time to run into her. I probably ran past her, then you know who she was, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I was running like a, a road runner, PB, you know? <laughs> Red yeah, man all over the country. I'm with some people. I'm going to try to catch up with some of my uh, old uh, Navy uh, buddies. Uh, I got Sergeant Major uh, Michael Tober here in Chicago. I'm going to try to catch up with him. He was one of my first supervisors down in Jacksonville back in the 80s. And uh, he's retired and he he resides in Chicago. So I'm going to try to see him and some uh, some family members. going to surprise him. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it make it happen, LC. You know what I'm saying? This is my Memorial Day weekend in Chi Town, and uh, I'm gonna make the best of it. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what's good, man. Uh, enjoy yourself out there. Don't party too hardy. I mean, uh, I like yeah. yourself came in late. I think I came in about four o'clock, so I had a little bit more mm-hmm. sleep. So I was a little sluggish this morning, but I I got up and I uh, was ready to get rolling. With the show, and we had the uh, legislator on this morning, so we had to squeeze him in and um, you know get going early this morning than normal. But it's all good. Uh, so definitely, as we said, the unofficial or the official kickoff to the summer. So wherever you're at, I'm sure you're gonna have the grills going. Because uh, it is that time of year. The grills will be in full effect. The parties. I'm sure if your pool isn't open by now, it will be open this weekend. It was that up. <laughs> yep, yep. I think tomorrow is supposed to hit 80 here in New York. Wow. And so I don't know out in Chicago or L.A. or wherever you're listening. Down south, I'm sure it's hot. Down ATL. So wherever you are, I'm sure the weather will be very conducive for you to be out 
and spending time with family and friends. And, you know, hopefully on Monday, you're able to take a few minutes out to, again, to um, either say a moment of silence or attend a uh, Memorial Day event. They're uh, very humble and, um, you know, it makes me very proud to be an American. Just, um, you know, feeling all the support and from the communities to those VFW posts that hold these events. You know, they, they, they welcome and they, they're so so thankful for the community to come out and show their respect for all their, you know, fallen soldiers that have, you know, have passed on. So, and then, uh, like I said, it's it's just a great time. And uh, you get a chance to, to meet even some some active or some who are in reserves who are, who are you know, they're out there doing it as well. So I tell you, it's a, it's a great way to cap it off. You know, Monday's a, a slowdown day anyway. Everybody's trying to ease on up a little bit because they know come Tuesday it's back to the grind. So, that's it, that's it. You know, you, know, you get a chance to kind of be out. Um, pay your respects to your to your community duties, and then uh, kind of, you know, relax and spend some time with the family, or do what you would like to do um, for the rest of the day. So it's uh, it's it's great. I tell you, it's it's May. It's as you mentioned before, Shy Town is is out, and LeBron looks like they're ready to roll. Right into the finals. Yeah, they focus, man. They focus. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and he's doing it with all ex Knicks. Not all of them, but yeah, some key yeah. ones. Yeah. So, yeah. so New York is mad, but yeah, New York's mad, but you can't be mad. We're in the rebuilding mode. So we 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 found out, Brad. We're going to be number four. We're going to pick number four. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. We're gonna we're gonna have a good pick, so it's up to Phil Jackson yep. to see where we steer the ship from here. So good, we'll man. sit tight, be patient. You can't panic. Yeah, we have the number four. I know I wanted the number one pick, but you just you never know how. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we had a chance, but you know, you just even yeah. though when you lose more and you have more yeah. ping pongs in there, yeah. you just yeah. never know. How it's going to shake out? There's no. That was the first time in I think 12 or 13 years, the team with more ping pongs got the first pick. Yeah. So it, it doesn't guarantee anything. It just so happened that they did. But we're still going to get a good pick at number yeah. four. This, this, so and, and actually, I think people are sleeping on who we might get because you know it, it never trade. works out the way the 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 way the Everyone says it's going to be. Oh, we, you know, they're going to draft this guy. They're going to draft mm-hmm. somebody. Always draft somebody that's not expected, and somebody slides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's happened in the NFL draft this year. Mm-hmm. It happens every year in every draft. Somebody picks somebody, and all of a sudden, wow, this guy's sitting still there. That's how it works. And when you when, at these professional teams that draft college players. So I don't think anything's going to be any different, and we'll find that out next month. So, 
Yeah, so big up. And uh, i got to also say big up to also one of our past guests, um, Mr. Gary Brown. He was recently inducted into the Suffolk Hall of Fame, Brett. So, you know, big up to yeah, big up to him. And actually, Dwayne was one of uh, was able to attend that event as well. Okay, Uh, Dwayne Gregory, and um, so uh, yeah, so big up to uh, Gary Brown, uh, former NFL player for the Green Bay Packers. He's got that beautiful, beautiful Super Bowl ring. I tell you, that thing is so gorgeous. That yeah. thing has so many diamonds in it. Mm. When that sun hits it, the light hits mm. it, it just bling, man, bling, bling. <laughs> it just blinks everywhere. So, yeah. so big up to Gary, and we, you know, we'll, we'll be having him as usual on the show a little bit later in the year. Talk about what's happening in the NFL and what's happening in his world. He does a lot of great things in the community as well. So, so uh, big out to him, big up to him. And uh, again, uh, give us a shout. There we go. Three four seven eight four three four seven three eight. You like to uh, get, you know? Let us know what's on your mind. We'll talk about the busy weekend. Whatever you'd like to do, we're gonna hang in here for a few and and keep it moving. So, but um, yeah, Brad. So it's man. I tell you, uh, and there's there's a. Uh, I forgot you're in Chicago, but there's a bull ride kicking off tonight here mm-hmm. in the island. So I think uh, I'm gonna see if I can jump on it. All right, all right. You know, so I got to get my map to get myself a little nap. Yeah, you know, I'm not yeah. a spring chicken like I used to, man. So I, I you know, was out with the missus last. I was out with the missus last night, so I didn't get in trouble. It came in, you know, uh, about mm-hmm. four o'clock, three thirty, four mm-hmm. o'clock. So I was, I was good. Because I was with her, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to worry mm-hmm. about any of that nonsense. Yeah. And I tell you, man, I was like, oh, man, what time is it? What time is it? Yo, I got, you know, we got the show. What time is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a real struggle, man. I didn't hit the gym this morning. I usually hit that gym early. Yeah. Do my thing, get ready for the show, and ready to do battle, baby. But that didn't happen, it so... Did. Uh, my stomach's on beyond E because I had much to oh, drink yeah. last night. Yeah. So, as soon as we're done, LC's going to be chowing down. I can yes, taste sir. those eggs and whatever oh, else man. on that plate. Hey, if you, if, well, I know you live far from Bay Shore, man, but if you ever down on Union, go to the Dynasty Cafe, the best home cooking Man, you unbelievable! It's right Dynasty there on Union Cafe, huh? Wow! It, yes, it's going toward uh, Saxon Avenue, right after like First or Second Avenue, mm-hmm. on the left hand side. Yeah, Dynasty Cafe. I've been going there for like twenty years. The dude in there throws down, man. Throws down. Well, that's what's yeah. good. I'm, I'm gonna have to pay him a visit one of these days. On, yes, sir. Yes, on the sir. South Shore, I will mm-hmm. definitely pay him a visit. There is a Another spot, I forget the name of it, not too far from there. Mm-hmm. And for lunch and dinner, it is off the chain. A little bodega. Yeah. And, and and this this man can blow. I mean, he he can burn, rather. I mean, he just, oh, man. Yeah. He, I mean, you know, on, on Fridays, he fries mm-hmm. shrimp. Mm-hmm. He cooks steak. 
I mean, he cooks everything. Yeah. And he, he's got that, you know, he's a Spanish man with that bodega. He cooks it with a nice mm-hmm. little seasoning. Mm-hmm. Killer. Killer. Whenever I'm in the area, it's a yeah. must that I drop, drop in and get a plate. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds a plate. So I, I will be hitting one of these days this weekend. I will be swinging through there. So we'll see. But that bodega, man, I, it's, it's hard for me to resist stopping in there. <laughs> it's just the food is just out of this world. Mm-hmm. The man just knows how to do it. He's been doing it for years and years. Mm-hmm. And just doing yeah, it's it. It's all so. about consistency. It's all about That's consistency. right. That's right, yeah. man. I mean, there's so many places, yo, you go in, the food is right. Next time mm-hmm. you roll on through, it's like, yo, what happened? It's not the same. <laughs> the cook went. The cook, the cook called in, <laughs> and that's what happens a lot of times. Unfortunately, with some of these places, mm-hmm. the, the cooks change or the level of what's expected has dropped yeah. off. Yes, sir. So once that happens, it's a wrap, man. You see people bounce till they don't come back anymore. <laughs> Why so many restaurants they they go under? Yeah. Because they start out, they start, and this happens a lot with soul food, I find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people are very particular about their soul food and how it tastes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once it's mac, not mac and cheese, yo, yeah, oh, get through with the mac and cheese. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greens, you know. come on now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're messing them two things up, right? You know, even and though that's not, not even really the main part of the meal. Right. Something about mac and cheese and greens. You mess that up. You can't be doing nothing else good. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, so once, so once those things are not the same, then everybody moves on and like, nah, we can't, we can't go back there. It's just not, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not hitting. So, nope. but um, yeah. So it's all good. So um, why don't we uh? Take a brief pause for the cause there, Brad, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Gloria Gaynor, and you're listening to the Elsie and Jack radio show. Hi, everybody. This is Melbourne Moore, and I love listening to the Elsie and Jack show. Look out for my new single, Just Dance. Hey, yo, what up? This is Keith Murray. I'm chilling with my boy LC and Jack on the LC and Jack radio show, Death Squad LOD. Check out my new single, Laws of Polarity. Peace. Hi, I'm Evelyn Champagne King. I'm here at the LC and Jack radio show. Yo, this is Fred, the Hammer, Williamson. Check out the LC and Jack show. If you got nothing else to do during the day or at night, Make your life a lot more exciting. Check it out. LC and Jack Show. All right? All right. All right. All right. All right. We're back. I just reminded myself, Brad, we're going to reach out to I I tried to reach out to him a while back. I don't know if he's out of the country. But Fred Williamson, it's it's over time to get him back. I think it's been about four years since we had him on the show. So uh, I think it's time. Yeah, three, three, four years. Yeah, three, three years. It's been a minute. During the time of my party, right before my party. Okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's been a minute. So it's time to get him back. So I will officially try to reach out to him today. I know it's a holiday weekend. Try again. Yeah. I did yeah. try a while back. And, you know, sometimes 
people are just too, real busy and they get a chance to get back at you. So we're going to reach back to him. I got to scan my Rolodex, get his contact, call him back. I tell you, man, when I heard called him, he had called me right back and said, Hey, this is Fred. I was like, Fred the Hammer? And that's how the conversation started. Yes, so sir. he's a cool dude. You guys ain't from New York talking like that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Cool dude. That and if you didn't get a chance show. to check out that classic, interview, classic definitely show, uh, go through the archives. It's a great mm-hmm. interview. Yeah. Uh, but uh, good, great news is we'll have him again, just a question of when. And then well, we have some other interviews set up here shortly. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned. And we're working on some, some, some big, 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 Guess which are always difficult to get yeah. just because not they don't want to, it's just timing and they're busy. So, yeah. but we definitely have some some really good guests coming down the pike. I'm excited, and once we're able to uh, get them on, you'll get a chance to listen to them and check them out. So, stay tuned. Make sure you hit us up as normal uh, at the email, which is lcnjack at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, all this, all that good stuff, and so let us know what's cooking in your world. Three four seven eight four three four seven three eight. Well, Brett, what do you got, man? I know you got some shout outs and some other stuff. Cooking. Yeah, want to shout out. You know, this is a Memorial Day weekend. Want to shout out some uh, past uh, shipmates that I can think of off the top of my head, uh, Mister. Eric McDaniels, retired C&T for the United States Navy, and his wife, Angelique McDaniels, out there in California. My man down in uh, Monroe, Georgia, uh, Chief Eric McDowell. I want to give him a big shout-out on the LC and Jack radio show. Mr. Paul Purcell out there in Pennsylvania. Commander Maria Norbeck down there in Virginia. Commander... Malaysia Grisham down there in the D.C. area. I want to give you a big Memorial Day shout-out today on the L.C. and Jack show. Some former VP meets of mine, Mr. Ricky Hooks, who's been on the show in the past. Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to my cousin out there in Hawaii, Mr. Christopher Thomas, uh, ex-Army guy. And I want to give a shout-out to Commander Cunningham. He was my first black enlisted commander. I want to give him a back shout out. He's very inspirational to me. Some of his sayings to me stick to me to this day. So I want to give him a special shout out today on the LC and Jack show. One of my best friends in the Navy, Mr. Uh, Corey McClellan out there in Fresno, California. I want to give you a big shout out today on the LC and Jack radio show. Third. Yeah, that's what's good. And I'd like to give a shout to all those VFW posts across the country for all that they do. I'd like to give a shout to the one I'll be out to this weekend and that I normally patronize for my peeps are holding it down there, which is always a struggle for the veterans. It's just not enough help. But they do what they do with with the help that they do have. So, you know, big up to Post 361 out of Wine Dance, my man Norm Sellers, 
who is the uh, commander, uh, the Kenny Woods, and to all the other veterans that will that do hold down that post and will which will be in the community on Monday to again pay homage to all those fallen soldiers. And, you know, it is a special day, and we hope you don't forget what it actually, you know, why we celebrate the holiday. We know it's a great time to get off of work, but it's mm. it's a time just to take out a, a minute out of your day to pay respect to those who have fallen and to those who are, have given their, their lives um, and have just given their time. And who are active. I think it's the time to really cover it all. Even though I know later in the year we have Veterans Day. But I think Memorial Day is just a great time to step back and and think about all those who are out there. And, you know, you think about mm-hmm. that. They're out there now. And, you know, veterans like yourself that have been there to uh, support our U.S. military. So that's what it's all about. Helping mm-hmm. Helping everyone, you know, make doing your part to kind of help this world be a better place. So it's all good. And uh, like I said, I'll be out there on Monday giving my support to those veteran, that veteran post 361 out of Windanch, New York. So I hope you do the same wherever you live. There's a veteran post. They will be doing a ceremony. Come on, you know, find out the details and, you know, go out and spend a little time. It's not much that, you you know, that that could be asked of an individual. You know, you can even bring your family out. And the parades, as Dwayne mentioned, will be vast and furious throughout, really throughout the country, but especially here on Long Island. So I will be out, man of my word. So, and I'm sure in Chi-Town, they will be out, too, as well, there, Brad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most I'm going to find somebody to barbecue this weekend. Oh, great. Yeah. That's for sure. I'm sure they started yesterday after work. Yeah, man. You know, they got the, uh, I, I still think they got the boot camp up here in Chicago. So, um, yeah. So, it's military town up here, too. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, great. Oh, Brad. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Great Lakes, Great Lakes, Chicago. I was supposed to go there years ago when I first uh, got sworn in. Said, Great Lakes, that's where you're going. Then in midair, they took us to Orlando, which I wasn't uh, sad about because that's where they had all the women. So I was good. I'm sure. I'm sure you wasn't <laughs> sad about that. Big difference from going from out in Chicago, oh, Illinois, yeah, out way out, yeah. you know, going down to some warm area, which is down in yeah. Florida. Yes, sir. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that at all. So, but yeah. So again, uh, give us a quick shout before we wrap, which we we're just about to wrap the show. It's been a great show. Uh, again, make sure you reach out to us and let us know what's cooking in your area, what's happening. Three four seven eight four three four seven three eight. Up close and personal, urban talk. Radio. So, with that said, there, Brett, what do you got, man? For uh, we rip bounce on out of here. Yeah, I just want to rest in peace, Mr. Marcus Haynes. 
Yeah, Globetrotter just passed away yes. yesterday. Yes, so I heard yeah, about on that, that note. Just want to rest in peace him on that note. Very awesome uh, basketball player with the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, that's about it I have for today. And um, looking forward to next weekend. Because you never know where I'll be. <laughs> that's the truth. The bread man, that's you never true. know. Watch out. Because he could be in uh, a neighborhood. In your town. Yeah. I'll be right. in your, in your town, town next week. <laughs> yes, sir. You better have the cornbread and biscuits ready for me. Because I'm coming in there. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, wherever, wherever. <laughs> That's what's good. So, uh, again, uh, we salute all our fallen and active and those have already um, supported this country. I want to salute you. Continue to do what you do, whether you're active or not, because you're always a helping hand in the community. And again, like I said, the fallen soldiers, without doubt, we will be, every day we we uh, we think about all those loved ones that we know have passed by giving their time to make this world a better place, so... Again, uh, keep keep them in your prayers, and, you know, um, it's just a great time to be an American, I do believe, you know, all, all those veterans, all their hard work and unfortunate loss of life has made substantial progress in the world today, so, so all, all not in vain. So, again, we, we thank their families for... Allowing them to, to do what they did and what they continue to do out there. So with that all said, we'll see you next week back here on the LC and Jack Radio Show. Until then, stay safe, stay sound. God bless. Peace.